What is up, everyone? Welcome to Plastic Cards Podcast, a show where we break down the video game news of the week. My name is Fonzie. I'm joined by my co-host, Gavaroni Jones. Gavaroni, how are you doing? It's been some time. You brought some very strange foreign whiskeys to my house. There was some alcohol on that sip. <laughs> I, t- I tell you what. Um, yeah, no, we, we brought the pickle whiskey. We got the, the spicy honey whiskey, a.k.a. the, the honey whiskey. <laughs> yeah, it's just honey with a hint of whiskey in there. <laughs> I like the pickle one though. And I was disgusted with myself that I liked it because I just, you know, I've told Megan, like, it seems gross to me, mm-hmm. the idea of pickles involved in anything like that, but it's good. Do you think that one would be especially good with a hamburger? Uh, yeah, you're not wrong. You're onto the right track. Well, I kept <laughs> describing like, what about adding this and this? It's like, oh, it's a Bloody Mary. Like I was yeah. thinking, oh, Tabasco and you're right with a, with a slice of bacon in there. It's like, yeah, <laughs> we made a Bloody Mary. Right. Which Megan has ordered those too in the past and- I'll take mm-hmm. sips from it and I end up taking more sips because it, it is good. I just never think on my own, like, oh, I should get that. Mm-hmm. But those are good. Mm-hmm. I'm more of a mimosa fan, but I think actually I'm a other fan. Really? Really? Yes. Mimosas though. Oof. They're pretty good. I think I think the problem is I've realized uh, you can go... Two things about mimosas is that A, uh, the quality of the champagne or bubbly does not matter. So go really? cheap as possible. Okay. They all taste, it tastes all the same to me. I've only had ones with cheap, yeah, champagne, oh. but yeah. Yeah. And then uh, be, it seems like you can go a little over the halfway ratio on that and it still tastes like a mimosa. So now I only know stiff mimosas. So you just kind of hover the uh, <laughs> lemonade or orange juice around on the top of the drink. It's a bit like a LaCroix, right? Like it's like a drink, but like a lemon truck may have passed it. Yes. That's one of my favorite analogies. Yeah, somebody yells the flavor in the in the room next to you. Otherwise, you're drinking soda water. <laughs> but what about you? How you been? Been watching anything exciting? Uh, we finally finished Squid Games. <clears throat> oh, buddy. Yeah. Have you finished it? Have you? Where are you? I at? have. Ooh. Okay. Uh, we'll get into spoilers. Spoilers in three, two, one. Get everybody. Nobody who actually listens a chance to leave the room and turn it off as they should. But what do you think? With Squid Games, how they ended it, those past couple episodes. You know, I, at the start of that season, I was just like, just finish it off in one season. Let's one and done it. Let's make a really good show. Mm-hmm. But I'm ready for season two. Let's fucking go. Interesting. Um, I thought it was interesting, though. So we watched the uh, preview, or you saw last week, you saw the music video, the country music video for Squid Game. That 100% SNL. spoils it. Well, I guess the very end of it is different. So that's what I thought when you are like, oh, it spoils it for me. I thought what you were talking about is... Uh, at the end of it, he loses all his money and goes back into the Squid Games. I'm like, that's what Fonzie thinks is real. That's what I thought. Too. And that's, yeah. But yeah. the rest, like, he paints his hair. Right. Eh. Some of those were so specific, I knew that they had to happen. Right. But, uh, yeah. That, uh, but how do you think, do you think he goes back and they do a season two? I was fine with them just ending it. This is a complete story mm-hmm. and whatnot. But uh, you think we will get a season two? Uh, I'm like nervous because the show just gets so much more, more and more brutal throughout the show. Yeah. Um, I just noticed they have the old man sitting on the side of the road waiting for the fan. Oh, right. Where they actually tell him to where he's, that it makes quite uh, sense to me. I guess he's higher up in the chain. So he's saying like, Hey, I want to be part of the game, but don't really let me die. And then Mm -hmm. he's there at the end. I think the question I would have, so something we see towards since we're being spoilery, as the VIPs show up, they talk about like the Korean games are their favorites, yet 
Um, and you see a lot of these. I got the vibe that several of them were Americans. Maybe just some of them had, were like, you know, Australian or English or similar uh, kind of feel. Um, but I'd be curious to see what country is next if you oh. know, they move to a different country. Interesting. You could kind of refresh it by moving to a different country, but I feel like you can't do this without the original director. Like they have to be mm, part of mm, it. It's got to yeah. be something they want to go in, but that could be the refresh they need. Cause otherwise if they rehash everything, they've got to go so different with it. Cause every episode was something you didn't expect uh, mm. happening. So yeah, they're kind of in a tough, a tough spot where how do they make it unique if, if, with a new season? If they go back to that. Right. And I don't know what you do. I do a picture like the Americans were probably the first one. They're just like, so we have them getting a knife fight, right? <laughs> And then after that, a sword fight. <laughs> just always weapons every time. <laughs> you know what that reminds me? The uh, the hot shots, whatever, the uh, Americans that show up. I think they're mostly American. But the uh, mm-hmm. P- the MVPs that show up at the very uh, end, mm-hmm. the American accents and the dialogue is super cheesy to me. Did you catch that? Did you get that vibe at all? I didn't think so, but I wasn't paying attention to it. It was weird. It was like a... Kojima game where it's like mm-hmm. everything is super cheesy, especially when the Americans were talking. Mm-hmm. But um, it was it was like uh, funny to me, like if they're yeah. doing it on purpose. It's goofy. I, I saw a cool comparison of like the last three big costumes for the last three years. So this is going to be the big one for this year. But I think they've all had like masks on and stuff like that. Um, so this would be. It was a fun show. How how did you kind of feel about it? You... I dug it. It was. We took a while to actually watch it because mm-hmm. the. Episodes are so heavy. Yeah. Once you get to the marble thing too, where it's like they're making them, they're pitting them against each other, which I thought was inevitable. Mm-hmm. And I did foresee something at the very end where it's like two people left, give them a you know a weapon or whatever, and just have them like duel it out. I didn't expect a group to proceed. I think they were thinking that in their minds, but it's like I foresaw only one person is going to win this shit. So even though you're making friends and stuff, alliances, get ready to then have to fight each other. So how was your stomach holding up? And the scene where they eat dinner and leave the knife. Ooh, yeah. See, and that's what, in my mind, I kind of foresaw something like that happening. So once it, they leave it, I'm like, oh, shit, okay, we're going this way, this direction. That was rough. When that one piece of shit, that one guy mm-hmm. with the glasses, who takes him off once it becomes bad, that guy. <laughs> it is a trope. Yeah, yeah. Once he actually, like, um, when the other dude, <laughs> the main dude, I forget everybody's mm-hmm. name, uh, the, the main dude finds out the uh, what's-her-face is actually like stabbed or hurt. Mm-hmm. He's like pounding on the door and then turns around and homeboy has already killed her, even mm-hmm. though she's like dying. Man, that was rough because he's just, he sucks. Mm-hmm. And then for the main dude to spare his life and like stab the ground next to him when they're doing that, uh, the, actually playing the squid game. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what are you doing? He's, he's obviously a piece of shit. You know he's a piece of shit. Mm-hmm. Why are you still having some humanity? I didn't like that. It's like this guy, but then he, you know, takes himself out. That was nuts. Yeah. I did love that final fight. I, I also thought it was kind of goofy at the start how they introduced the Squid Games. I'm like, the, it's going to end on Squid Games, yeah, yeah. especially since these two know how to play it. They played it as kids together. Right. Uh, but when it immediately just turns into a fight to the death. <laughs> yeah. There's a game around it, but it's like they're going to fight <laughs> each other. I remember yeah. it was, yeah, the first episode where they explained the concept of the, the Squid Game and like the mm-hmm. rules. I remember those rules being super complicated in my mind. Yeah, it's like weird. one player on one foot is a Tuesday, you know, are they wearing a red shirt? <laughs> yeah. And I was like, are all the games in the squid game actually going to be that? But no, yeah. it was the final game. I wonder if it's going to be like uh sort of like Quidditch was where after the movies come out, then like people try and make it into a game. 
it must be a real game, like a real Korean game that, that they play. And once Maybe. you finally see the last, they play the game in the last episode, it's not that crazy. Mm. You have to start on one foot and they have to try and stop you. And uh, mm. it seems like a form of football where it's like it is, you know, um, aggressive. You are pushing each other around. Mm-hmm. Um, so I can wrap my head around it now. But in that first episode, I was like, what the hell's going on? Yeah. But no. it was a good show. I think I think Netflix jumps on it, like audience as a whole jump on to a lot of stupid shit. This was not stupid shit. This is pretty good. Yeah. Now I will finally jump around and watch uh, Tiger King, and I don't expect to be as happy about finishing that. Did you not watch it last year? No. Oh, that was big in the heat of uh, no. It was COVID. at the start. Yeah, in the lockdown, everyone's stuck at home. <laughs> what you watched is Tiger King. There, there's actually a sequel to that. That's I think it's already out. Mm. Which I don't really have any interest in watching it. It's uh, it was a crazy, you know, story that they told, but I think I assume now it's about him being in jail, trying to get out, blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. But um, you should still watch the first season. It's pretty cool. It's I, really crazy. I, I will. I just hate reality stuff. Did you watch anything else? Play anything? Ooh, else? you know what? We watched some motherfucking Dune. Oh, so I'm halfway through. Okay. Did okay. you uh, stop the movie on purpose? It was like late or something. Uh, well, I'm trying to like I'm 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 back into my exercise back again, so I'm watching movies while I Ooh, do nice. that. So this movie is fucking long. Yeah. So exactly halfway through this movie is exactly halfway through my workout. Gotcha. Um, but luckily, I have a I have a pal that's lending me their HBO Go password. <laughs> oh, um, yeah. I think that pal's me, right? Unless you have two pals. <laughs> Um, that's where we watched it we didn't go to the theaters which um, I felt mixed on that it's like I mm-hmm. want this to, to succeed and I kept yeah. I was very nervous for the past couple of months it's like this one that had a huge budget it's a weird property to adapt they tried before it's failed mm-hmm. people need to see some theaters and then cut to me I'm gonna watch this at home it's on HBO right. now right. but it's like I feel like I still participated and helped and I'm glad they had they just greenlit yesterday um, episode two or part two so was it, it is, greenlit till now? Yeah, oh, no, they were waiting. They were waiting to, to, to see the success of, of oh, yeah. uh, theater. So it made enough money. It's greenlit for number two. And number two mm. is is uh, now officially like only in theaters. So mm. they'll do they'll go that route. But um what what was the last thing you remember watching in this in this movie? Uh I think they had just retreated from the 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 harvester as the worms were coming in. Oh, okay. And um yeah, it's it is gorgeous though. Um, that being said, I hear like the first bit. The best description I've probably heard for it is like it does a lot of world building, but not a lot of living in that world. Mm. Um, and like the first half of the movie is really good, and then it just runs out of steam for the second half. So I've seen the good half, and I'm about to head into the uh, kind of the boring half. But that being said, uh, I've heard a strong argument for it. It seems like it doesn't really have an ending. It's not a self by itself movie. And like the best trilogy movies out there or best multi-part movies don't really end at the first one. They just sort of stop like Lord of the Rings. The first two movies don't have endings. Mm. They just sort of stop. Yeah. And I'm hoping that's the case with this one. I don't know how you're feeling so far. I don't agree. I understand those points, but I don't agree Mm. with it. After watching the whole thing, um, I am fine with how they end it. I think, Mm. The second half with what happens, I was really satisfied with what happens uh, without trying to spoil anything for you watching it. I think as I was in real time, as I'm watching it, the first 20, 30 minutes, I'm over, I'm looking over to Megan. It's like, I know they said something. I have no idea what, what the fuck is that important? Was that mm. bad? Good because they're doing the world building. But once you sit in there, you're understanding the characters and some of the plot. And I knew that going in too. I've read 
probably about two chapters of Dune. I bought it last year when the trailer came out. Mm-hmm. There's a guy at the coffee shop who's a huge nerd. He's like, oh, you got to re- you gotta watch or actually read Dune. I know the movie's coming out. Mm-hmm. So I said, bet. I ordered it, got it, read two chapters, and it's so front loaded with like, here's the different houses in the world, and then here's how spice works, blah, blah, blah. It gets really confusing and like daunting. Mm-hmm. So I knew that they were going to have to have a hard time adapting that to the movie. So I was already going in knowing like they're going to do their world building. But I think they did it a re- in a really mm-hmm. good way where it's like once you kind of stick in, start stuff starts to make sense and you're invested in the characters. So by the half point, I was like fully into it. And the things that do pop off on the halfway point are really cool. Mm-hmm. And it keeps you invested into the, the final point of the movie. I really, really dug it. And um Aside from like the story, which is really cool, the acting's really dope. Mm-hmm. The cinematography is nuts. Like it's like just oh god, yeah, blows everything out of the water. This guy mm-hmm. also directed Blade Runner twenty forty two, whatever the sequel was. Still need to watch that. I'll put that on my list. That next. one is man, and we watched it in theaters too. It was nuts. It's so good. I kind of um, want to watch the the first Blade Runner again because I've forgotten the whole plot basically. I never finish it. I try it every year or two. I never finish it. I know it's good. I thought it was, I thought it was all right, but I hear I hear yeah the new one's fantastic. It is yeah, it's pretty pretty damn good. Um, I haven't watched it again since, but it is really really good. Um, yeah, now I've been um I haven't had the urge to read the books yet, but I've been going down YouTube rabbit holes, rabbit mm-hmm. holes explaining the spice and some of the lore because it's a huge. There's so many books. It's like a really deep right. universe. But I was talking to Callum about it recently. Like we had both watched uh, Dune and dug it. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised they haven't, instead of doing the movie route, adapted this into a game series. Because it's almost, it's so deep that it's, it's always been a struggle to adapt it into like an hour and a half. Why not go that game route, like RPG? Does it have enough action? Or do you have I to think do it does. this you like have the, telltale? No, I think it has the, there's, there's, um, there's fights, there's wars that happen. There's the hazards of the environment, like the, the actual sand. You're dealing with the the nomads or the freemen, mm-hmm. the the freaking worms. There's actual like battling happening. So you could definitely, you know, have combat in the game. Mm. But I wonder why that hasn't been the route. It's always been like trying to make this into a movie. I would bet you if we actually looked into it, there are definitely fan games and we're just not thinking of them right now. Sure. Although I did like, I'm pretty sure it was a big tribute. Uh, the No Man's Sky put out an update right before this movie came out with like, you can ride the fucking worms yeah. now. <laughs> I saw that. That was awesome. Yeah. yeah. That's that's pretty fun. But I think, yeah, let me know when you watch the end. Um, okay. I think you'll be 100% satisfied. I'm very stoked for a sequel too. I'm glad that they secured enough money to actually get a sequel to this because, you know, the last one, it lives in infamy, the um, the Dune from the, from the 80s. Oh, yeah. It's being terrible. <laughs> Yeah, with being like crazy over budget and really complicated. I've watched a bunch of YouTube videos explaining that too, where when that movie came out, they handed out pamphlets with all the different like like um, a menu showing the word equivalent of what it means because uh, they just didn't have time and it was hard to mm-hmm. move that, um, the actual writing of the book into a movie, into a screenplay. So like the idea of doing that now is insane. But So that actually came from, I, I saw a thing on like what the fuck happened to like the big Disney musical. And I guess I didn't realize movies back in the day, movies were such a novelty. People didn't know what to do with them. People only knew theater. So as movies were coming out, they'd have these big, like it was a fucking night, right? You go Mm -hmm. out, they give you stuff. You'd like all these, these things come up with it. Like that. Sometimes the actors would be like popping by to your theater and telling you stuff. There was movies were a way bigger deal back in the day. It's crazy. Like transitioning from live performances into a movie. 
so in addition to watching this though, I decided so I, I decided to watch uh two epics this week. Um because I think it was on HBO Go and I'm like or maybe it was, I think it was on uh it could have been Prime, but I decided I was in the mood for epics and I went for my favorite action movie T2 probably the greatest action movie of all time mad max fury road oh that one is dope and in my head i haven't seen it in probably six seven years or basically since it came out really? in my okay. head it's always been built up as like the amazing like absolutely flawless movie and rewatching again yeah i was fucking right this movie is flawless <laughs> there is nothing wrong with this movie it is so good i thought you'd be like well actually is it? no yeah. <laughs> no this good, is good perfect yeah, it's, it's it's yeah, such a great movie. <sighs> the just the the car fighting the stuff that happens with the you know them traversing from car to car, mm-hmm. the acrobatics, the actual like stunts that are happening. Um, aside from everything else, but like the cinematography is dope, the story's mm-hmm. cool. Um, the main dude's awesome. This guy, I love him. He's the what's his name? He's like the the Dumpf or something. It's like something doof, like very uh, Doof, doof Warrior. Some, doof Warrior. There yeah. we go. And then, have you seen Conan play him? Yeah, yeah, it's great. <laughs> I uh, something I didn't realize until this watch, or maybe I'd heard it and didn't pay attention till this watch. But every battle does have its own unique gimmick, which I think is really fun. Like the scene where they're in the sand and Max is still chained up to Nux, and so this this chain and Nux are like this thing during this whole fight scene, or the way they make each little fight with the cars like. They have the same tech for almost every fight. You shouldn't be able to make them all unique or like even how sometimes the bad guys, because at the end of the day, the bad guys still have to protect the brides. They're trying to capture them alive. Yeah. So that creates a really fucking awesome mechanic to these these fights. So it's God, it's fucking incredible. Yep. Yeah, they uh, I want to say they have already greenlit. They're trying to get off the up and running some kind of prequel. Mm-hmm. with uh, Charlize Theron's character, but there's somebody else who's going to play her. Um, if you watch, have you watched The Queens or you know that show, The Queen's Gambit? No. Okay. I know I know the gal though. Okay, that main actress, she's going to play her in some kind of prequel movie. <laughs> That's too bad. I kind of want more like, in this like Max was just sort of like, like he just walked into the story and he was part of it. I want more of that. Just have him walk into more stories and tell other people's stories. Yeah, that could be done where he's just kind of um, introducing us, the viewer, into some kind of world. Yeah. Um, yeah, but apparently they're going to do that, which as long as the same director's on board, I kind of, I'm on board with whatever they do because it's such a cool uh, yeah. universe. And it always was. I just never, I've tried to go back and watch those old original like Mel Gibson ones. Mm-hmm. And I like the idea of the Thunderdome a lot. Right. And just like Mad Max in general, but they're just cheesy enough where I don't stick with them. Right. But uh, this one was, you know, done in an updated way. The action's on point. They have the budget too. I know this one took like so long to actually make mm-hmm. as well. And it was in production hell for a while, but they did it. And yeah. When that thing shows up on fucking screen. God, that's just upsetting to look at. And I don't know why these vehicles in particular seem to be so flame resistant. Uh, with the spikes on them, but they're—I mean, clearly they're ready. Oh man, such a such a cool film. Oh pfft, yeah, one of the best. I do remember working at the—I think it was like the, my first year working at the coffee shop. Mm-hmm. There's a girl I work with. Her husband um, had mentioned being into action movies, and I was like, "Oh, you should watch Mad Max Fury Road." And he'd never heard of it, mm-hmm. and I think I even lent it to him. I had it on Blu-ray, mm-hmm. and he did not like it. 
and I never fucking talked to like him again. I, that guy's a Nazi. I don't <laughs> yeah. I don't know what it's like, you... hey man, I don't what do you do you like action? Do you like things on screen? Okay, then you would like this movie. But I just he just didn't like the uh what he didn't he said it didn't make sense to him or the violence or something. I was like, okay, but this is what this is what these movies are. I don't know what to tell you. How wrong can you be? <laughs> I forget that... his reasoning and I just kind of you know, no. blanked it out because it just didn't make any sense to me. It's like it's speaking a different language, but yeah, I right. never forget that guy. But he was wrong. It's like what are these cars, right? <laughs> they should have been on bicycles. Right. It's better for the environment. But can't they shake hands and be friends? Although, like no. Although, although I did rewatch basically. It's it's almost like Mad Max, but more on bicycles. Uh, how was it called? Turbo Kid. Turbo Kid. Yeah, it's supposed to be like a bad, like I don't know. Uh, Never heard of this. Uh, it, you know, it it was kind of like a synth wave uh, movie of this style. But yes, yeah, so. it's post-apocalyptic. Post-apocalyptic. I think it's also Australia. Um, but yeah, so you got your your Mad Max on uh, BMX bikes, and you have uh, my interest. Yeah, the the violence is like over the top to the point of just being fucking goofy. Um. It was mm. fun. I don't know that I call it a good movie, but I'll watch it every now and then. Yeah. I think I bought it on Amazon, though, so I might as well watch the stuff I bought. It does look very, That's the guy you get if you want a cheesy mm-hmm. movie. Mm-hmm. This guy. That's yeah. 100%. Isn't he from... Is it a Total War? What's those... Uh, they're also FMVs, but they're like done really well now. <laughs> oh. It's an RTS, right? Uh-huh. But they're Command and Conquer. Yep, that's it. Command it's like that guy's in every one, apparently. But yeah, I, he's a guy I, I think of. I still love. Oh. Can we can we cut to the? Can you the just type blade? into Google uh, Tim Curry in space? Because I just need. Uh, that's a, a, that's the thing that happens, Tim. No. Like they send him to space with <laughs> no. uh, Elon. It's a line from Command and Conquer because uh, he's the villain. And uh, you're gonna need the volume all the way up. Yep. He he barely makes he barely makes it through this line without laughing. <laughs> Is it an outtake? I'm escaping to the one place that hasn't been corrupted by capitalism. Space. <laughs> <laughs> was that on purpose? <laughs> yes. This movie was like written like a cheesy like Spice. it's ridiculous like. I, I think the first one starts off as like they come back in time and kill like Hitler. I think uh, Einstein. And what? then so they retaliate by going back in time and killing Hitler, to which they like go back in time and kill Einstein before he can invent the time machine. Oh. Which I think that like the plot Paradox. is always over the top and ridiculous. Like when Japan comes in, they come in with like fucking transformers. <laughs> like, little, as you do. Yeah. Uh, this is the one they remastered recently, right? Like uh, a year ago or something. That sounds right. Yeah, I feel like they went through and not only the gameplay, but like some of the uh, actual footage and remastered it. But um, yeah, that's that's pretty awesome. Well, I know we need to hurry up, but uh, have you been playing anything? Well, you know, just more Far Cry. Just been plugging away. Yes. I did kind of reach this point where I was annoyed playing the game. Um, just some yeah. of the the gameplay is a lot of the same stuff with Far Cry. So the same bugginess, the same weird, weird way uh, enemies snap to things. Like when you go to kill someone with your like uh, assassin kind of uh, move, the way they just like, they'll turn around, huh? And then just so you can like perfectly stab them in the gut. Mm. The AI is dumb, um, but that's just a lot of the same things that have plagued Far Cry are just copy and pasted. 
But it is still fun to tick away at the map and proceed through the story. The story is actually really cool this time. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember people saying it was racist before the game came out. It's, it's, I haven't got that vibe. Or they had issues with What's-His-Face, Gus from Breaking Bad playing the main character. He's dope. So I don't know. A lot of those uh, critiques have, in the beginning before the game came out, no one's saying them now. So mm. it's interesting to see that. But um, the story isn't like Academy Award winning. It's still mm. weird and campy, but it is pretty interesting and, and cool. The gameplay's still fun. Um, but yeah, it, it, after this, like I said last week, like they need to go back to drawing board and just update various abilities and, and things that happen in the game because it's like, this is the same experience, just copy and pasted. It is crazy beautiful though. Uh, there's plenty of times where I'm playing and I'm like, holy shit, this looks dope. You know, somebody put an interesting critique of this one is like the last Far Cry, because the last Far Cry spoilers ends in the U S gets nuked. Yes. Right. Like, in, in, so I don't know if it's the apocalypse or just we get nuked. And someone said it was just like, that's kind of a poetic ending for the Far Cry series. Do like a reboot at that point or yeah. call it something else and go in a similar direction. Do something different. And this basically unpromised that. And that's why a lot of people are kind of feeling pretty much feeling. unless yeah. that story wise, maybe at the end of this, they explain that in this like fictional Cuba, basically it's based off of mm-hmm. they're detached from what happened with these nukes that went off. I doubt it. Well, wasn't that. Oh shoot. Was this before that time period or I don't is this know modern where the, day? I, I think this is. A, yeah. I think it's modern day. I haven't oh. seen any cell phones, but I'm pretty sure it's modern day. Um, but maybe this is taking place beforehand. I think with the story, they kind of are going, eh, you know, like (laughs) even though they nuked the planets, like we can still do something else in current timeline. Um, They even went to fucking the stone age. And the, one of the last ones, there's the, the nomad one or whatever, where you're fighting a saber tooth tigers. There's that. So they could do whatever they want story-wise and it can still make sense. Um, but yeah, they did nuke the planet in one of the last ones. It was the whole planet. Well, at least the U.S., as far as I know. Uh, but I mean, like, that is the whole planet. That's basically, let's be honest. That's my planet. That's the only true planet. <laughs> but, uh, yes, I don't know. They they could totally go back and basically like reboot Far Cry 3 and then just like keep going. Or even Far Cry 2. Uh, people love that one. Delve into that. Um, Storyline. I, I saw a thing today uh, for some reason. I, I, was, I had YouTube on in the background and it jumped to a video. And there was a thing that I, I they mentioned in this video that kind of blew my mind is they never tell you in so far cry 2 you're you start out the game chasing this gun smuggler okay and uh i forget I the plot because it, it's been so long right so i think their name is coyote and halfway through like the game you find out oh they're actually a good guy mm. like they're trying to they're trying to help overthrow some of these governments like the people you're working for are essentially the bad guys and what they legit do not tell you in the game but it is canon that's the protagonist from the first game Oh, interesting. But that guy had special powers, right? I don't think so, but maybe. I thought in the first Far Cry, you unlock, maybe it's, maybe I'm thinking something else or like DLC, but you unlock various abilities and his eyes are different colors. It's like he's unlocked some kind of, I don't know, just advanced human ability, but I honestly have not played that game in so long. I think I played it on Xbox too. Like there was a, there's a console version of that game. Original Xbox. That game also had Mutants. Like mutant monkey people running at you. That's it. what I'm thinking of. Maybe it was just, it was that, and it wasn't the main character. I mean, but, it could have been the main character, and I just I never played the first one, so I don't know what you're talking about. I played bits and parts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, 
But that's a cool idea. That's one. I understand the idea or the complaint that people have, especially since the last one, Mm -hmm. because it took place in America and we're dealing with Trump at the time. People were thinking, let's have some kind of like a political response or or, or commentary on what's going on. And they almost tease that with having this uh, radical, like a religious group that takes over the U.S., they kind of tease that, but then it ends up not really being the case. Right. It's more of like, is it Jamestown? It's more of like a cult kind of thing that's happening. And this one, um, there was issues with people wanting them to online criticism, people wanting them to kind of have some kind of viewpoint or any kind of like um, comment on something, and they don't really. Mm-hmm. But they haven't done that in previous games. And people kind of want them to either shit or get off the pot where it's like, say something or don't. I understand right. that a little bit, but it seems like they're trying to make this as as a broad or as as uh, appealing to everyone as possible to sell as many copies because they're a fucking company at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. So that's what they do. I wouldn't mind them actually like making some kind of weird comment on something and just doing it. Uh, sure. But that offends people too. And it's like, they want to sell copies. I wouldn't even, I wouldn't care which direction they take it. It's like, just say something that'd be cool. It's kind of a breath of fresh air in the gaming space where a lot, not a lot of games do that. Yeah, maybe Naughty Dog has like a controversial character every once in a while, but like that's the furthest people push it. But I wouldn't mind various companies. You were you're not gonna see that from like AAA big companies because they have you know investors and blah blah blah. It's gonna be the indie space, but I don't mind that. Whatever you want to say, it's like I just want to see some kind of extreme, mm-hmm. you know, comment on something, and then I can then process it on my own. But I yeah. wouldn't mind seeing more of that. You know who we get? The fuck the Oscars guy. Yeah, especially after uh, especially it takes two. Especially because he's not American, so he doesn't have to give as much a fuck. Yeah, but especially after it takes two, where it's like, this is a Disney movie that he mm-hmm. made, basically, which is awesome, and it's beautiful, and it's it was very fun. But maybe something after that, where it's like, I want to really take it a different direction and make something super serious and adult and take a stance and like just say something and see how people take it. He'd be the guy. You're very right. Okay, guy be interesting. Fucks. But been playing this. Have you been playing Gardens of the Galaxy yet? I did. So I played, I did play a bit of, uh, the other one too was, uh, Outer Wilds, the expansion, oh, right. which is literally haunting my dreams. Um, <laughs> I'm, having, I'm having nightmares about like solutions to the puzzles. And when I wake up, I'm like, no, there wasn't even fog in the game. How am I going to use the fog to fix it if there's no fog? <laughs> there's That's... no Pepe Sylvia. There's no Pepe Sylvia. <laughs> right. I haven't um, been seeing a lot of chatter on Twitter about this game, and I wonder why, but uh, have you been having fun with it? I, I think it's because people are trying to spoil it. You literally can't show anything except for that. This is the original trailer, yeah. So this is all you can show without spoiling it. That thing, and... The stars? Is that spoiling This. It? You know you're in space, I guess. And yeah, that's even that technically a spoiler, but it's small. Gotcha. So that's that's all you can show. Ooh, even that's... <laughs> Well, hey, they released this. Well, no, it's not. Like you do, you have no idea okay. what you just saw. You have no idea what no, this is. You have no idea what this is. It's so dark. Uh that being said, I have gotten to the scaly pots. Uh-oh. Um those and, anglerfish better not show up because they fuck those. I would say this is not as scary as the anglerfish, but they can kind of You're going to be spending a lot of time in this game in pitch black. Okay. And sometimes you like turn on your light Turn off your light. Try and run to what you think you saw in the safety of the pitch black. Yeah. And if you're wrong, well, you're... You're fucked. Yeah. <laughs> so, but it's it's absolutely amazing. That's awesome. Um, good God. But it's crazy that you're not seeing the big reveal. Oh, because you love the big reveal for reasons I can't tell you. Damn. This Is the DLC on Game Pass as well? 
I know no. the original game came into Game Pass. That's why I originally oh, played it. Oh, did it? Uh, yeah, I, I want to say that's how I played it. I think the, the DLC is Epic exclusive for a little bit because the original was as well. Okay. I'll look um, into trying to get this on PC. I don't, I don't think I own it on PC. but I, uh, I don't know if you blow through it. You might honestly just watch somebody, but the way they reveal the new planet is absolutely astounding. But now, yeah, can you play the DLC without having to beat the game? Yes. Okay, cool. Um, they like are it. connected story-wise. I don't think it's a requirement. Um, gotcha. That, but yeah, Guardians, I've been playing it. Um, unfortunately, I don't have a hot take on it. I have the same opinion anyone else does. Uh, it's really fun. It's not going to blow your mind. It's not going to win a single award. Uh, it's going to win something, man. Come on. Like Even the fun level, it's just like when you're in combat, you're like, this is... All right. Yeah. I think it'd be funner. I wish they made it so, like, rather than, like, you use uh, one of your character's abilities, like, they go on cooldown for a little bit. I wish it was each ability. That way I could... The fact that you're supposed to play as a team, but I'm having to play as myself most of the time. Mm. So it's... And I do so little damage. Um, But I'm still in the early stages. It's visually... It is... uh, absolutely gorgeous it looks way better in person uh the levels are very creative and beautiful um and the the voice acting and the mocap like it's really hard to tell with the mocap until you have it in front of you but the mocap and the facial animation is just really good well written well acted so i i think worth the purchase price i'm i'm very happy with it uh how are you so how is he so low level I think this is the first uh, 17 minutes that we have from IGN that we're... Yeah, I didn't fight those guys. What the fuck? Well, there's one of the... I think it was IGN's actual review. They mentioned some of the options with... It doesn't seem like there's a lot of different takes on levels, but you can kind Mm -hmm. of, through dialogue, you can decide to... There's a one point. You can either take a stealth route or you can take that same route through a a level and go just like balls out in action Mm -hmm. style, depending on what you had said. So maybe this is something like that where... Because of the conversation you had, you're doing a different style in the level or a different approach to it. But um, are you noticing anything in the writing? I did see this cool uh, a clip on Twitter where it's uh, you're you're exploring, looking for like different trinkets or whatever that you unlock mm-hmm. in the game, mm-hmm. and Ratchet is then grilling you about Ratchet? like yeah, Ratchet uh, the raccoon, rocket, rocket. Oh, okay, Ratchet. Well, Ratchet and Clank, <laughs> Ratchet and Clank. Yeah, merging two worlds. But uh, <laughs> Rocket is. Uh, Roasting you about like looking around the world mm-hmm. for stuff for different like minutia and like wasting time. But I thought that was just a funny thing because you know that's what you do in video games. But he just has no patience for you. But uh, are you noticing the writing being you know cool or like or or in the style of Gardens of the Galaxy? I think the writing's what's going to get people through this. The writing and the performances. It's, gotcha. It's kind of like I'm playing a game so that I can watch more TV show, but also <laughs> they're just talking constantly. Yeah. Seriously, constantly. It's almost like playing like a no-brainer video game while listening to a podcast, but also you're kind of part of it. It's weird, but it's fun. Huh. I don't know. I like it. It's it's really not going to win an award. It's it's not going to blow your mind. But fuck, it's fun. That's cool. You know, that reminds me, David Jaffe on Twitter was making the same comment where he was asking people, like, is there any way to turn off Groot? Because he just keeps saying, I am Groot nonstop throughout whatever, like, enemy encounter they had. But he, then he was talking further about the dialogue where it's like, it doesn't stop. He had still positive stuff to say about mm-hmm. it, but he was just mentioning how it's like, yeah, that that just doesn't stop during gameplay. I don't find Groot to be annoying, but he also takes like different tones and stuff. 
okay. with his like there was a point where he's like I am Groot and I and and Quill is like Oh, I don't know what you're saying, but I'm going to assume there's something really positive about me. And Groot's like, ha, 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 I am Groot. <laughs> like, oh, okay. No, it wasn't. Is he Chef Boyardee or something? <laughs> it was, I don't know, it was fun. Was there, some of the trailers initially uh, showed off was where you can make a decision and some people would disagree with it, or mm-hmm. you could do something and people would disagree with it within your party. Are you noticing that at all? Does that have any effect on gameplay? I haven't got that far yet. I did have one situation where um, Rocket doesn't seem to like want to take, like if he does something bad, he really tries to deflect it. Um, and so I try to hold him accountable. Oh, and interesting. He, I, I thought that was kind of interesting. Does uh, that even, strengthen or like how does that change your dynamic with him? I don't know, but I only had two options. So I said, fuck it. I'm going with this one. Gotcha. But it's, I'm still pretty early on, but yeah, these like watching a video doesn't do it justice. It's so much prettier in person. Also, uh, I have RTX on, Ooh. uh, and my fans aren't even spinning up that high. So you like, yeah, you can turn up the RTX and it's going to look gorgeous and probably not murder your system. That being said, I have a 3080. Yeah, I was going to say, hold your, <laughs> hold your RTX. Yeah, you got a I, so. I know, I know. But if you want to play it, you're also not going to have a problem. It's, uh, it's, uh, but you can turn that off and adjust yeah. resolution, blah, blah, blah. But it does look beautiful. I could tell that from the different trailers and stuff, showing all the weird, unique worlds that they've done, um, I think they've nailed it with just like the visual style. Yeah. Oh, also the controls suck. Oh, really? Yeah. Are you playing keyboard and mouse or controller? uh, I think this is a game you play with a controller. As God intended. Uh, But I I, I almost wish I tried the other one just to see what it's like. But it feels... For the system of like each character has... You can select each party member and then they each have four moves. I really wish there was a better way they had thought out to do that. Like maybe put that on the triggers or something. Mm. I know they'd feel weird shooting with like a button, but there's got to be a better way to do what they've done. And this feels so wrong. Gotcha. Maybe it is. Yeah. Intended on a controller. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Once you said you check it out on a sale. I heartily recommend checking this out on sale. I would still say check it out now, but also we have a thousand fucking games to play. That's a thing. This is, uh, I had like very low hopes on it. For some reason, that first trailer they showed off, it just rubbed me the wrong way. Everyone but did, yeah. After seeing, I think it was one of the recent trailers, it actually looked pretty dope. The soundtrack sounded actually cool, and maybe I was just mm-hmm. at a funk where I was just kind of dogging on it, but it has positive reviews. I pulled up on Metacritic. Um, as a heads up, y'all can go till eight. Okay, for dinner. As uh, has nothing to do with whatever the podcast is about, but mm-hmm. um, I what was I saying? Um, had intentions to eventually play it, but um, yeah, seeing the positive Metacritic score too, it's at an eighty-one right now. Um, I think this is you know on my list. I'm just waiting for a, a sale, maybe Game Pass at some point. Yeah. Um, also, I wanted to bring up this is from Square Enix and it's Idos Idos Montreal. Yeah. And they've done um, the Deus Ex uh, franchise. Yeah, this does not feel like those guys. No, but it seems like a cool, you know, different route. And mm-hmm. it seems like they kept it at whatever standard the 80s, 90s of, uh, you know, a Deus Ex would hit. So, yeah, good on them. I w- I'd be curious to see if the plot really pays off. Because I know the plot of what I played of Deus Ex Human Revolution uh, was really good. The date, like every single line may not have been a winner. Um, and so far every line of this is a winner. So I'm hoping the plot is also, uh, up there. Yeah. And they're like a, is it, are they a French studio French or Canadian? Canadian. Yeah. yeah. And they seem to, from what I can tell with the 
trailers, they seem mm-hmm. to nail the the American eyes like jokes that are happening right. with Peter Quill. Mm-hmm. And um, it's just like uh, they seem to maybe it's we're not like a crazy, you know, society to really break down and go, no, we get it. It's just dick jokes. Oh, OK, cool. And they could just like <laughs> replicate that. I did. God, there's a solid dick joke right at the center. I, I forget what it is. They're they're planning these things called throbbers yeah. uh, to uh, to lure out some monsters in fucking rocket. Just Johnny on the spots, just like. Ah, uh, Quill knows a thing or two about uh, planting throbbers, ain't that right? And Quill's laughing, and he goes, and getting monsters in bed, and Quill just starts laughing even harder. It's like, yes. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah, that's maybe what it, like, It's the gameplay seems solid, it's fun, like third person, but that's what intrigues me more about mm-hmm. the game, too, is because I like the movies, they're funny, and this seems to kind of replicate the weird dysfunction of the team. Mm-hmm with the uh, replicating the game so yeah that you know puts me on board as well like hearing stuff like that oh one thing also i i just like to i know i had a huge list i'm cutting it down to one game but i did mm-hmm. like a couple weeks ago uh i played a bunch of games during that uh whatchamacallit uh demo fan fest smorgasbord uh yeah that indie fest or whatever next fest that's what it was called uh there was one game i would like to highlight um because it was not on my radar. Uh, anyway, we'll just get it up on the screen. Um, uh, Young Souls. Young Souls. And so I could spell I, Young Souls. Kid. I could not give a shit about beat em ups. Uh, absolutely, one hundred percent, do not care about beat em ups. I I think that style is unfun and it's very samey. I played the demo for this, and this art style is absolutely gorgeous. This feels to me like a Nintendo game. It mm. has a super high level of polish. The writing is really fun. The gameplay is really fun. They put you against these like big bosses that you don't normally fight bosses this big and beat em ups, and it just feels great. It's yeah, this is it doesn't look like a AAA game. Uh, it's definitely not a triple A studio, but like once you're actually playing it, this feels very triple A. I'm I'm in love. I cannot wait for this. Beat 'em up. It looks awesome. This looks and, pretty cool. So I'm thinking of uh with beat 'em up, I think of like Streets of Rage yes, kind of thing. Exactly. This is that kind of thing. Gotcha. But in those you kind of um progress from like scene to scene or area from area. Mm-hmm. And you kind of can go up and down in the plane or whatever. But this seems like you're even more locked into whatever like line of movement, but maybe it's not that case. I think it has a little bit of, yeah, so it's got that moving left and right. It's got a little bit of dungeon crawling in it. Um, but yeah, it's just that sort of Working general, out. like, use a couple of buttons to do combat, and it's fun. But already, even in the demo, the plot seemed inter- interesting. Um that's cool. The, uh, you mentioned art style looks awesome. Yeah. Are the boss battles, have you played many of them? Are they pretty fun? I I played, I want to say, two in the demo. And the first one was like a planned death. Um, gotcha. Yeah, they're they're fun. They're going to challenge you. And just even fighting regular enemies is fun. So I'm I'm shocked. I'm, surpri- I'm, I'm excited for a brawler. This looks cool. You know, it reminds me visually... You mentioned like it's not going to be you know AAA or whatever, but it reminds me of Guacamole. I forget the is it Drinkbox? Juice the name box. Of that studio? Uh, maybe Drinkbox. Drink, actually, Drinkbox drink box, sounds yeah. more correct. Uh, if they put this out, like I wouldn't you know uh, blink. I would think, oh yeah, this looks in that style. So um, just that alone. Uh-huh. But um, 
yeah, I'm, I'm interested to try this. It looks really cool. Yeah, it's co-op as well. Oh, but nice. I get the feeling it's going to be a little longer. I see. Are you playing this on PC too, right? I am playing this. Yeah, on this PC. would be a no-brainer for for. Well, Switch. it's not out yet. This is just the demo. The demo. I see. But I, I I think people need to keep their eyeballs on this one. It is. Gotcha. Yeah, I think this could slip below a lot of people's radars when it shouldn't. That's a, the problem. Is like when do they release and kind of hitting that um, that right window. But um, yeah, I'll keep in mind. That looks pretty dope. Well, again, we can kind of cruise through some of these news articles. One of them was Gardens of the Galaxy, a Galaxy conversation. So mm-hmm. we already got that off the books. And we got. Some... I, do, I do like that critics are, they've got everyone's expectations right where they should be. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like, that's a thing. Hey, it's okay. Please play it. <laughs> Please play it, though. <laughs> yeah. And I'm, I'm uh, down to play it. Yeah. So let's see. Let's go through this first article here. There's a weird uh, rumor that's uh, becoming more and more likely. Okay. So uh, it's Batman versus Gandalf in rumored new Warner Bros. fighting game. This is Eddie McCooch oh, of uh, PC gotcha. Gamer. So Warner Bros. Interactive Entertainment, the gaming division of the media <laughs> giant, might be working on a multiverse-themed platform fighter featuring Batman, Gandalf, and other WB characters duking it out in a Smash Bros.-style fighting game. Over the weekend, a rumor popped up on Reddit regarding a new crossover platform fighting game featuring w- WB characters. It was rumored to be NetherRealm. Jeff Grubb of uh, Giant Bomb has said that's not true, but the game exists. Oh. So uh, Grubb, uh, Grubb just dropped some new details. This is from today uh, about the upcoming platform fighter. So the source, which is Jeff Grubb, says it looks cheap. Um, could be a free-to-play title. Feature Future characters will be sold as DLC. And the first DLC fighter could be Warner Bros. very own LeBron James. So that's a thing there. But uh, so this is a theorized, rumored WB brawler game that's like a Smash Bros. <laughs> With all the WB properties. So I did find who does W actually own. Uh-huh. So we know that they have the DC universe. Okay. Um, they have Lord of the Rings, as they mentioned there. Scooby-Doo is part of the WB. You got it. Uh, you have Harry Potter, big uh, WB property. Mad Max, as we were talking about earlier. You have The Matrix in there. Doom. Oh. <laughs> Rick and Morty owns WB, I guess. Or uh, WB is owned. WB has stake and Rick and Morty owns them to some degree. Oh. So... It seems like they have like these uh, very you know far-reaching ties to different properties, so they could make some kind of dope brawler. Although uh, Jeff Grubb says it looks cheap, maybe this is like a cash grab kind of thing, not spend too much money developing it and then dump it out. See, but also if you look at like what's that new Nicktoons one, that also looks cheap. I hear it's very good technically to play. Gotcha. Um, I wonder if so. I had the same thoughts with. Uh, do you remember Sony tried this a couple years ago? They had their PlayStation Battle Royale or whatever it was called. Yeah, back at the very, like, right before the, the last generation of Xbox came out. Right, and they, they had Vita support on it eventually. Yeah. They killed that. And I wonder if it was because of a couple of things. I wonder if it's just too expensive to spend the time developing it. Not like all brawlers are expensive, but mm-hmm. they put too much money into it, and it didn't end up, um, you know, being profitable. But it seems like, okay, if they're going to go this route, it has to be bare minimum spent on development costs. So that you can then make money on DLC characters and whatnot. And then after, you know, two or three cycles or whatever, it becomes a property that people love. Then you can kind of spend more money on the production. Yeah. With Smash, it has years and years of a dedicated fan base selling really well every time. They can now afford to like, you know, just, just to spend more on the production costs, on development costs. Mm-hmm. So you have a dope, you know, lineup and, and uh, quality on that game, but with these newer ones trying to jump into that space, seems like they have to cut something, cut cost somewhere, and that's on development itself. 
But if you don't make a dope game out of the gate too, then you're also not supported by your fan base. So I don't know what you do, but it seems weird to just like the headlines of, you know, Scooby or Shaggy rather fighting Gandalf, fighting Batman. It's like, it sounds nuts on paper. I'd be down to see it. Yeah. I'm totally, I mean, but if it's cheap, then we're all going to be depressed. Or it's going to be, yeah, something we make fun of for a day and then Twitter just like moves on and the internet moves on. Because this could be cool. Sounds like it's not going to be. Also, how do you balance Shaggy with Neo, with, uh, you know, Morty or Rick? Like, that's a lot of, that's a crazy task. I mean, you you also have that with like, you know, Smash, if you think about it. Like some of those, like we have fucking, uh, who who are the, the Final Fantasy VII sword boys? Oh, it's Sau- not Sauron. I'm thinking Lord of the Rings. Um, there's a guy who kills the one lady. Spoilers in Final Fantasy VII. Yeah, everyone hates him. Mm-hmm. Um, Sephiroth. Sephiroth. Yeah, you have Sephiroth or Kirby. You know how do those? Yeah, do? Kirby. Like Kirby, who survived several apocalypses in Smash Universe. Okay. So he's just invincible, which people call Sakurai armor because Sakurai created him. Huh? Oh, it's true. Yeah. 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 I'm thinking of uh, yeah Sephiroth again. So I don't, but I mean, that's the thing. We're not here for this to make sense. No, we're here to fucking smash. <laughs> yeah. So, and then play a platform fighter. Hey, but, yeah. Yes. Mm. But uh, I thought that was interesting. That's been that's interesting. going around the internet today. Um, Gavin, we got some uh, trailer campaign see- trailer footage from the new Halo Infinite. Yeah. I didn't see this. I hear they showed a lot. Yeah, it's not too long. It's about six minutes here. Ooh, look at all them frames per second. Well, it's 60 on my monitor here. But but yeah, first campaign we've seen since really last year, since the first time they showed it off and everyone was mad at Craig and the quality of the footage. When I was watching Dune, the first thing I thought is, I want what's-his-name to be playing that guy. Uh, The guy who's also in Star Wars. Oh, uh, Oscar Isaac. Yeah. He could be dope. Yeah, oh, I just take that guy's face out and replace it with an just almost Oscar identical Isaac. face. Yeah. That is Oscar Isaac. You know, Oscar Isaac is supposed to play Snake in a uh, Metal Gear Solid movie. Down. Right? Totally down. Yeah, already looks, you know, I guess I'm trying to remember the original footage, but lighting-wise, graphic engine-wise, it looks dope. Mm-hmm. I think they just kind of, you know, fine-tuned a lot of stuff. Maybe it's a slightly more realistic tone to it. I think the question is how open world this sucker is going to be. Yeah. Yeah. And some concerns people had is like, is this just going to be Far Cry, but on a ring? Right. Which I'm not mad at. I'm a fan of the Far Cry series. You know, sure. does it lend well to Halo? I don't know. But that could keep just like the action and, and gameplay going, like without having to worry about levels in the campaign, anyways. It could be fun to just keep going, keep playing. Hey, just run I don't know why that's funny. <laughs> run that little guy over. <laughs> It looks good. You have this new AI. I want to know who's voice acting here. And I love how expressive her face is. That is just. Yeah. I, I feel like it's the same. Oh, we could look it up. It's It sounds very similar to Cortana, almost like a young version of Cortana, mm. but maybe the same actress, but could be somebody else. But she's also naive. So it's like you introducing her into the Halo world, which is usually vice versa with like Cortana mm. kind of showing you around and explaining stuff to you. I love the way how they drop this thing. Billions of dollars of tech, <laughs> and they just shit it out. <laughs> Here you go, Chief. Fuck I was, you. I was not prepared. I The way you prefaced it, I thought something cool was about to happen. Well, they just dump it on you. <laughs> I, that's going to be interesting, being able to just drop yourself 
a vehicle well, see, at certain points. We talk about like the fears of, and I understand that, like the fears of it's open world. Is this Far Cry? Is it a weird scenario for, for Halo? But we also love the sandbox elements of Halo with the multiplayer, even with the campaign, especially like Halo 3, right. having all the equipment and kind of the different uh, like variables that can happen in gameplay. This is that taken to the extreme. So I feel like it should, on paper, it should work. And it does look really cool. Yeah. I have zero complaints for what they're showing. Oh, that was the thing I heard someone saying they th- they thought they were kind of hinting at like each of these little fortresses that you take over have like maybe like a mini boss battle. Yeah. And so that was a concern that, yeah, it's going to be a bit more like Far Cry. But if you put a little boss battle in there, I don't know. That's kind of fun. You just throw a fucking explosive pylon thingy at that guy? How strong? Yeah, you can grab those two with your grappling hook. Oh, jeez. Which playing the multiplayer beta, which I fucking still hate you that you haven't played it, but using the grappling hook in that that beta is Mm -hmm. so fun. And the idea of using it in a campaign, hopefully without any limit, because there is a limit on the when you're playing in multiplayer with how many times you can use it. Mm. If they can let you just Spider-Man basically around, this game is going to be insanely awesome. Nice. But like adding that, they've added other different uh, equipment you can use. I'm fully on board with a open world thing to it. I know there's uh, not rumors, but people are wondering as Fortnite took off, as uh, Warzone took off, it's like, is it inevitable that we see some kind of Battle Royale Halo? I don't think you need that as long as you go this route where it's just open world. I still want it, but make it on a smaller Halo. It could be cool. It could be really cool, actually. No, no one's done it. Let's do it. Maybe let them like spend this year just fine-tuning the multiplayer and getting... I think people are already on board with that beta. Yeah. But who knows? Yeah, they could if they if they spend more times, like we could make a smaller aspect of the multiplayer, its own battle Royale thing with maybe like 50 players or something mm-hmm. start from there. That could be awesome. I just think it'd be nice too, from the perspective of a, like if you do a smaller halo, like shooting somebody who's curved up on the halo a little bit, that'd be an insane shot, but it'd be awesome. You know who the first people are going to do that probably are the split gate team. Cause they've taken, they're already <laughs> taking like physics and messing with stuff in a uh-huh. weird way that halo doesn't seem to be interested or three, four, three. I think they'd be the first people to be like, we'll make our own halo too. <laughs> Might as well. I mean, they seem to understand how to make old school gameplay fun. Yeah. So okay, power to you, which that's what I did after Whoa, the beta. I'm ended. sorry. What? Yeah. Let's watch that again because that is a very dope moment of the trailer. Oh, that was awesome! And you're you're falling slow enough, and you're doing that the thing battlefield goes is yeah, the battlefield moment. And you latch onto the next guy, and you say, "Get the fuck out of here! <laughs> Get off my lawn!" That's nuts. So yeah, yeah just yeah. like sandboxy stuff like that. I can't wait. Gimme. And they haven't showed Craig's face, but they did update him. But I, we just, Craig? we just get Craig is the name of the that the internet named this the brute guy. Oh, the there ugly were stills guy. of him, yeah, because he was really ugly. Yeah. They named him brute, coined him brute, but uh, we haven't seen like an updated version of his face. But they have gone through and you know visually updated stuff. I don't notice. I know it's different, but I don't notice mm-hmm. like a one in one like oh this is light years away. It just looks cool to me. Yeah, but I didn't mind how it looked originally. I understand. I understand it. Whoa! All right. Yeah, there's that guy chasing you around. I want to fight that guy, and I want to fight the other guy. Like, give me people I want to fight. That's all you need to do. Do you think you're stoked enough to play this when it comes out? How do you feel about Halo right now? It is weird that like I'm getting stoked for the part that's not coming out. Well, the campaign is. It's just the. I thought the multiplayer was the only thing coming out at release. And the no, campaign so comes later. it was oh, wires crossed. So it was co-op in the campaign is not going to be day one. But yeah, campaign will be day one. Multiplayer will be day one. It's just forge and co-op. 
I'm down. Yeah, I cannot wait. So December 8th is when uh, Halo Infinite comes out. When again? December 8th. Oh. So, so I was originally soon. thinking end of wow. December. Yeah, it's pretty so soon. So soon. You know what else is coming out soon? Apparently the new uh, Call of Duty. I don't give two shits. Uh, this year, oh, it's okay. like even less and less every year. <laughs> this year, it's like, can't be bothered. Yeah, you I'd buy the play this. Well, I used to. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're not wrong. I think I, the last one I bought was Modern Warfare, mm. which was uh, two, three years ago. And then after that, the 80s one they did, um, Cold War. I was uh, interested in it. I think I played the beta and it was fine. And this newer one, yeah, I really don't have any interest in it. But um, especially since like Modern or uh, Warzone exists for free. So I can go and play that when I do have a need to scratch my itch for for battle for, for a Call of Duty. Right. So that's always there. So if anything, I'll jump into that. But the idea of buying another one right now, no. Yeah. Unless the campaign is nuts, but I'd rather play a campaign like this or, you know, something like a Deathloop or a Far Cry. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yep. But uh, yeah, we got some uh, full-blown campaign gameplay. It's been a year. The internet seems to be like fully on board with this. I know last year there's a lot of mixed reactions. They're mostly negative. Everyone seems to be fully just excited and then reinforced even more by the, the beta that happened. That was just like nothing but positivity with that beta. So it's going to be, it's going to be a game pass game. So I wonder with sales, right? So people aren't flat out buying this thing. They're going to have game pass uh, subscriptions, but there's a lot of people that still don't have game pass. So they're going to be hopefully buying this. I wonder how that equates to the success of the game. Yeah, uh, uh, it's going to be so weird because you see games that are like Game Pass day one, but they're still topping the Steam charts. Yeah, I think that shows there's still a lot of people that don't have that subscription. Yeah, it's weird. Like Back for Blood has been doing really well, and that yeah. was on Game Pass. Yeah, and I'm not sure. I'm not there sure I agree reason. with its success either. But Well, people yeah. that are playing it do like it. It's to some degree. But I know, yeah, you're yeah. playing it and you weren't maybe you know super positive on it right i i maybe just didn't like the fact that i was i i don't yeah i, don't, I barely was succeeding through anything so ah. anyway we got more stuff to cover gotcha yeah halo, we can though. halo halo's back man halo I, like, back. I, I don't like to think that that's how master chief dives off of a thing he doesn't gracefully fucking swan dive he just sort of breaks off the end. he just burnt like yeah just keeps running and then just does a 45 off. still running but i see there's yeah, a like great... that that shot where he's like chiquita just uh. yeah there's a great scene that i wish i could find for you oh man it's just a weird comment that he makes and then something happens but um uh, the that's what i call my dick <laughs> That doesn't sound too far off from that main actor's uh, voice. It's not too bad. Uh, oh, it's right here. Yeah. So let's uh, let's try and trigger this thing. Let's listen to the audio here. I don't know why I'm leaning up to the microphone. Here we go. You're safe now. He says you're safe now. He's got these humans. And then he drives it off the fucking cliff. And then he cliff. proceeds to drive off the cliff. <laughs> Uh, Twitter's been like just copy pasting that scene over and over again. He's just like, don't worry, I got you. Like, oh, I love it. Yeah, I just love it. Louising. But yeah, Kevin, we got that. Um, that is about it. We're kind of cutting it short so we can play some of this video game. Let's cut it short there. We go to the only place where capitalism has not gone. 
space. <laughs> FMB games. Yeah. So we'll take a little break, but we'll end it here officially, and then we'll start another little cast. Um, but uh, you can find us on Twitter at PodscarPod. We'll see you next week. Bye bye. Well, as you can get. So I, I've done this. This was no. maybe oh. yeah around high school uh-huh. time for us. Um, my sisters had it, and I was like, "Oh, I, you should try it on my nose." And so they 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 were there accompanying me and like supervising. <laughs> put it in there and had to pull it out, and it was so fucking painful. Uh, and I just wanted to cry. And it, it, either way, involuntarily, like tears are coming down. It was like it was so. <laughs> that's what you do to torture people, basically. Well, that's I think like nose hairs. That's I want to say uh, that one gal. She's in like Daredevil. She's the tentacle head lady in Mandalorian. Uh, very famous actress. Uh, oh, Rosario know. Dawson. Yeah, I think she said, I forget which movie it was, but she said on like a talk show about one of her movies, it's like that's her trick for crying on screen is just pluck a nose hair, roll footage. <laughs> but I guess you have to wait until the camera cuts because otherwise they catch you like digging in your nose. Well, you do it right before they start. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. What'd you actually make? Uh, well, I combined the honey one with the uh, coffee one and it tastes like neither. You should try it. Tastes like neither. Mm-mm. Yeah, it just tastes like whiskey. <laughs> it's my analysis. It's a, it tastes right. like whiskey. Was it the Jim Beam in there? Jim Beam? No. Okay. Tastes like that almost. Yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking. Why does this taste like good whiskey now that I've <laughs> put in two bad whiskeys? That's like, what's the secret art of it failed? It wasn't real, but like of making chemicals, turning them into gold and whatnot. No, that's a real science. Um, What's it called? But it's not, right? No, it's real. Okay, but you can't like make something real out of it. There was a, is it Isaac Newton spent a lot of his time doing that? One of like very well-known scholars spent time doing that. And it's like a, it's an empty pursuit. What what is the word for it? No, it's it's a a real fucking thing. It just sounds like something out of a fictional. God, why can't I think of it? Uh, I don't even think it's Isaac Newton, but it's one of them. Arts of changing materials. I keep thinking archaeology, but there's something there, some kind of metal, metallurgy, you know? Urgy. Mm, Urgy is in the title. Right? I mean, metallurgy is definitely a thing. Oh, changing. Later life. I can't read this stuff up here. Alchemy. Yeah. No, alchemy is a real thing. All right. Well, I don't think it is. <laughs> Alchemist here. You can think whatever you want. <laughs> That's, but uh, that's why no one's pursued it because it's like I I'm, I understand on a basic level you can turn things into other things, but I think the initial idea was they're trying to make like precious metals and or oh. gold, silver, that kind of thing out of it, like out of it, out of a basic steel. And I think you can't do that for sure. And right. I want to say that in my mind that's what I attribute all alchemy mm. to. But I'm sure yeah you can you can do other things with it. I don't right. doubt that. Other tried to transform base metals such as lead or copper into silver or gold. Name. And I don't even know what this website is. Botanica? I assume like encyclopedia. Yeah, I think at the very at the basic level, trying to make it to a precious or like a, oh, a valuable okay. metal is impossible. But sure. you can move stuff around and do some some magic, science right. magic. But I think because something's worked, there was people back in this time where like, oh shit, well, let's make fucking diamonds. Well, I there was would. a thing you could do with uh mercury where you like superheat mercury and like dip something in it It looks like it's coated in gold oh okay um which is how a lot of people got mercury poisoning gotcha um yeah i want to say i remember hearing a story about big ben the 
clock in uh, England in London, and they used some kind of um, some kind of paint that was uh, translucent, transparent, no, whatever the kind of actual bright paint that was just naturally mm-hmm. doing that. But because they had some guy actually painting it by hand, and he would like mm-hmm. lick the paint and do it, oh, and sure. he died from doing that. Gotcha. So they would just like throw people at it. Well, and that's part of what made Van Gogh go crazy. Part of it. Like cut his ear off? Did he have yeah. any kind of pre... He had to have had pre-existing like yeah. mental illness because he's I, already an artist on top of that and he's cutting off his ears for hookers. Right. Which I don't I mean, fucking fault him for it. Stop me if it doesn't work. <laughs> yeah, sometimes you get, you get trapped, man. It's a weird thing to get paid in, but you know. <laughs> yeah. What does she do? Like, oh, thanks. I still don't want to be with you. <laughs> He's the first incel, I think. <laughs> oh, poor Van Gogh. 500 years ago, whatever the fuck we lived. That was just uh, that was uh, that was a dunk. That was from downtown. Yeah, I didn't I didn't mean to. He's um, heating up. A lot of those artists during that time, they didn't become famous or actually like benefit from a lot of their art until after their death. Like somebody else benefited from them. Well, and that where they didn't is always strange to me because it was like that patron system, right? Of like you have somebody that just pays for you to live mm. and do you because they like you. And it's like we're almost going back to that now with the amount of people on GoFundMe and Patreon yeah. and all this shit. But we have too many people now. We're, yeah. we're living past 30. Right. We each get like five bucks on this Patreon. <laughs> all right, Gavroni, we are ready.